Welcome to The Point Podcast. At The Point, we point high school students to Jesus because we believe that Jesus is better than anything else that this world has to offer. We hope that this podcast is an encouragement to you in your walk with Christ, but that it does not replace the time you're already spending with the Lord. Thanks so much for listening, and here's our awesome high school youth pastor, my husband, Justin Kinley. Hey, what's up, students? Man, happy Tuesday to you. So glad that you're checking out the Point Podcast today as we're continuing to walk through the Minor Prophets. Just a reminder, church tomorrow night, student night, we're not combined with middle school tomorrow night. So last night we were combined, or last week we were combined, middle school and high school. Tomorrow night it is just high school, just us, 9th through 12th grade. Cannot wait. Into a pack. Hope you're there tomorrow night as we begin to walk through the Gospel of Mark. But today we're continuing to walk through the podcast. And as, you, as you've heard me the last few days, I hope that you've been walking through the Minor Prophets with us. Uh, it's going to take us a while and it's going to be fun. We're going to look at all 12 minor prophets. But we've been going through Hosea and we need to remind ourselves that, you know, a lot of these minor prophets is pretty intense language. And it's pretty intense language because the prophet is calling out covenant unfaithfulness to God. He's he's calling out on behalf of God to the people saying, hey, Israel, you have been unfaithful to the covenant that God has laid out for you. you you've been unfaithful to what God has basically called you to live out. And the, the prophets are calling out judgment on the people because of this. And so they're pretty intense for a lot of them, but all the minor prophets have in them embedded in hope, embedded with hope. So there's hope in every single one of these books, uh, but it kind of takes some time to get through it a little bit. Uh, and so we're in the middle of this section of Hosea where, man, Hosea is really going after them. And, and he's talking about, man, how they've turned against God, how they've committed spiritual adultery against God. And he's calling that out in their life. And so today I hope that you take some time to read Hosea chapter 7 that you would read it. And uh, man, one verse just stuck out to me in, in a huge way as I was reading through it. As as in this chapter, Hosea is continuing to talk about, man, what, what the people are doing and specifically how they've rebelled against God. And verse 13 was, was such an intense passage as I was reading this. And it made me ask a, a pretty deep question about myself. And I think a question that we all need to answer. And that's this. It says in verse 13, he says, woe to them. He's talking about Israel, right? Woe to them for they have strayed from me. So the people of Israel have strayed from God. And I, and, and I think when you read this chapter, they've kind of strayed from God in two ways. The, the first way is their spiritual adult, adultery. Right? We did an episode on this. I think it was in Hosea chapter four or five, uh, a few episodes ago, where the people have committed spiritual adultery against God. They're supposed to be following God and loving God, yet they're turning to idols. They're turning to other things and they're leaving. God for other things. So we, we don't always think of sin as spiritual adultery, but that's kind of what it is, right? I mean, you are loving other things instead of loving God who's entered into a relationship with you. So they've strayed from God in their sin, but they've also strayed from God by running to other nations. So, so if you look back in the chapter uh, in verse 11, it says, Israel arrived like a dove, silly and without sense, calling to Egypt, going to Assyria. Hosea's like, guys, you're running to the wrong places. You've strayed from God and now you're in a moment of crisis and you're running to Egypt and Assyria. You're running to these earthly powers to help you when you should be running to God. And so that's kind of what he means when he says they've strayed from me. But listen, listen to this. It says, woe to them for they have strayed from me. Destruction to them for they have rebelled against me. So because the people rebelled, destruction is going to come because God is a loving parent who will discipline his children, right? When his children run from him and disobey him, God will send destruction. But listen what it says here. This is crazy. And this just stopped me in my tracks as I was reading it. God says, I would redeem them, but they speak lies against me. 
He says, I would redeem them, but they speak lies against me. It's this crazy picture that God is, is standing there looking at Israel in rebellion as they're committing spiritual adultery, as they're running to other nations and other kingdoms. And God is just standing there open-handed saying, look, if you would just turn to me, then I would redeem you, right? Like if you just return to me, then I will do it. If you repent from your sins, if you turn from your sins and, and begin to walk with me again, I'm going to redeem you. But yet they continue to speak lies against him. You know what? I wonder for some of us watching this, are we running from redemption that God has just open-handed ready to give us? Man, are we running from, from freedom and are we running from redemption and just, just the feeling that God has taken care of our sins? Because remember, Jesus has done that on the cross, right? The sin that you are struggling with, that you are carrying, that you are burdened by right now, Jesus has already dealt with it. He, he has dealt with it on the cross. Are we running from God when God is just looking at us and saying, look, if you would just hand your sin to me, if you would just turn from your sin and begin to follow me, then I will redeem you and I will give you a, a better life than you're experiencing now, right? One that's not bound by sin, not bound by shame, but where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom as the New Testament says. Are we running from redemption that God has just ready to give us? And that's such an intense passage here where God is saying, look, if you would just return to me, Ephraim, if you would just return to me, Israel, I'm ready to redeem you, but they've not turned to him yet. And so I'd encourage you, if you're struggling with, with something today, man, don't run to other things. Don't, don't run to, to more sin that looks enticing. Don't run to other people for help. Run to God, the one who stands ready to redeem us. And how do we know he stands ready to redeem us? Because he paid the debt for our sin on the cross, which shouts over our life that God is there for us when we turn to him. So I'd encourage you to think through that. Don't be like Israel. Don't run to other things. Don't continue to stray, but turn and run towards the God who is open, ready to redeem you. I love you. Can't wait to see you tomorrow night. Thanks so much for listening. The Point is a ministry of First Baptist Church Indian Trail for high school students. We offer life groups every Sunday morning at 8, 9.30, and 11 o'clock. And we meet on Wednesday nights at 6.15. For more information, you can go to our church's website at fbcit.org.